right. Back on a Thursday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Goat. Dave Schultz, Lynn Burton. Again, 5 o'clock. Kevin Payne will hop on for uh, Roto, uh, from Rotowire Talk Fantasy Football. Let's bring in, bring in the vice president of athletics for your Louisiana Raging Cajuns, Dr. Brian Maggard. I guess a big congratulations, right? This is, uh, as your previous football coach would say, you're probably, this is uh, the end of phase one, I guess. That's right. Right? Phase one. No, thank you very much. This was a, uh, a long time coming, and I think I'm as equally excited about now. We can talk freely about the stadium when you ask me about it now, right? Don't have to speak right. in code. I don't he was have to... definitely trying to trip you oh. up last time you were here. Let me be honest no, with no. you. What a great day for Louisiana athletics, the University of Louisiana, and certainly uh, Cajun Nation. Really, to me, all of Acadiana. This this facility will will be a uh, you know first class, spectacular venue for both football games and non football events. So let's talk about the amenities that you felt you need to have and that you ended up with what were what were you going for um to begin with let me in fact i i'll read what you sent us if i can mm-hmm. find it here quickly um let's see here we got uh just over thirty thousand total capacity mm-hmm. okay uh 34 suites loge bot 40 loge boxes 524 club seats five new lower lower bowl chair back sections and you you said modern and enhanced amenities for all all right. right. So let's start at the bottom. What are considered modern and enhanced amenities for all fans? Oh, I think everything in, in the uh, the main concourse to what, what we'll actually have a lower concourse, you know, on that west side as well. Uh, concessions, uh, outside vendor opportunities, um, airflow, things that simple, right, mm. in, through the design. <laughs> right. And so, no, it, it's just going to be an experience that, that people will greatly enjoy, I believe. You know, we went into this design, Dave, knowing that whatever we build, one, we're probably going to get one chance to do it right, and two, every decision we make has to center around how do you get people to leave the comfort of their home to come to our game, right? Right. And so every decision, pretty much, that we made in this design process kind of started with that. And uh, but I'll tell you what, I'm most excited about the fact that every fan will have an improved experience. Not just premium seat fans, not just the general fans, but everybody will have an opportunity to have a much better experience. And so when you say there's going to be a lower concourse, what? Yeah, so if you think about it, so 16 of our 34 suites are going to be on the concourse. We're going to call those founder suites. Okay. And they'll be in three different pods. There'll be a pod of five, a pod of six, and a pod of five. And in in each pod, when you walk into that, uh, from the main concourse... There's going to be a really nice lounge. Think of it as a smaller club. And then suite patrons would go into their respective suites from that. So they could all come out. It's going to be very communal if mm. they want it. It's really, really nice. And those are going to have amazing views you know, okay. right at the concourse. But right below those outside seats of that, there'll be a, a little bit of a concourse. So, so if you're sitting in the lower West Bowl and you walk up, you're going to come up to a lower level concourse. And then you'll walk up through two really large vomitories. And those vomitories are going to be designed like a game day tunnel. So when people are walking down or up that, mm-hmm. they're going to kind of have that same experience as our players have okay. coming out of a tunnel. All right. Again, fan experience, something you can't get at the house, et cetera. Um, on that lower concourse will be uh, loge boxes as well as a lot of grab-and-go and draft beverage stations. So we're going to try to head off a lot of concession needs in that lower concourse 
to minimize congestion up top at, at, in the main concourse. But the main concourse is going to be designed in a way from a concession standpoint and systematically where we're going to avoid, you know, these lines that queue deep into the concourse. Right. It's going to be a very efficient system. And on top of that, we're going to um, make sure that we have the amount of power and electricity we need to have a lot more outside vendor stations. Do you uh, keep with a third-party vendor, or do you uh, do your own concession? Yeah, no, so Sodexo is our concessionaire. Okay. And, um, but then they work, they're the ones who actually work with and contract with the outside vendors, you know, so whether it's uh, whoever, a local restaurant comes in, you know, they work right, through but Sodexo they, yeah, on but they're, that. They're, they're separate from, they're mm-hmm. a separate entity from the cage. That's right. Right, they That's pay right. you, as it turns yes, out. That's right, <laughs> yeah, correct. So anyway, I think, you know, at the end of the day, you know, everybody you know, who attends games at our venue moving forward is going to have a much, much enhanced experience. The, the lower bowl, uh, five new sections of chairback seats, much wider, much more tread depth, more room, more spacious. Now, we are going to cannibalize probably the first 10 rows of the upper deck as we incorporate space for those concourse suites that I talked to you about. And then we're actually going to push the... The first 10 rows from the concourse. Yes. Okay. So you think right. about... You know, the lower bowl is not necessarily going to have this overhang that covers people anymore. Okay. So from the top of the existing lower bowl, just envision the first nine or ten rows going away. Sure. Okay. And then from the bottom, we're going to actually move the retaining wall back to get us the the amount of space we need on a sideline to operate safely. Right. And we'll probably cannibalize three to five rows from the bottom. So it's going mm. to get, you know, a little tighter. Okay. Right? We'll have fewer seats, but the seats we have will be much nicer because they're going to be spread out. Your chair backs are going to be wider. Right. Uh, you're going to have the tread depth that you need to move around, be comfortable. And uh, then the seats that flank both ends of those five sections of clubs or uh, chair backs will be all bench back seats. And what are, they, are that, that's what they are now. Is that what they are now? We have no we backs? actually have some rows toward the south right. that are just benches. Oh, no okay. backs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, it's it's going to be much nicer. And then obviously you get up to the main concourse, and you know we're going to have again, like I said, a much more open air, much more efficient uh, food service system, and then obviously you're going to have the club upstairs. You're going to have a suite level above that. Uh, you'll have club seats on the upper deck, loge boxes, et cetera. So it's, it's just going to be an opportunity to provide people with a variety of different products that will actually fit their budgets. I'm looking right now in, in the gorgeous picture that we were given earlier today. Where's the press box? The press box temporarily, right? So for 24, right. probably 25, we'll have a temporary press box on the east side. On the east side, okay? right. And then right. we are permanently going to they leave. they going to be enclosed by chance? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I got to leave that up to the smart people to, to let us know what that's going to look like. But then long term, right. we will actually have a permanent press box on the east side. So the camera shot will be on the west moving forward. So from twenty four, so the press box is going to be is going to is yes. going to be on the east side. Right, okay, right, all right, right. Because I'm looking at the yep. at the great suites and There's no press tower. There's no working. Yes, because you level. have the uh, right. the uh, uh, club seating, if you will, mm-hmm. and then a little bit of a lounge area, and then the suites above that. And yep. I'm like, all right, well, how it. is Jay Walker going to be able to see yeah. through those people? That's right. He's not <laughs> Jay, and and you and others will be operating from the east side, looking west. All right. But and most w- importantly, that's going to be the television shot. 
Right, which is what we've discussed. Right. Yes, right. right. All right. And what about, quickly, what about the television shot for next year? Well, again, they're going to, you know, fans are going to see a season of progress, right? They're going to see construction. They're going to see that, you know, Louisiana football is getting better. Right, 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 right. Okay. That, okay. But it will be from the east to the west. It will be to the and east to the be, west. And, you know, it'll right. allow when we do have nationally televised games, we'll be able the commentators can talk about that, you know, in between sure. things. And so it'll be a great right. opportunity to promote what we're doing here on a national stage. And the rubble. Certainly, that's right. We can call it the rubble. But I do think by the time, I don't know for sure, but by the time we kick off in 24, I would think we'll be in the construction phase, right? Demo will be done. And now you're going to start to see things build up, whether it's just iron well, yes. or whatever. So, so, okay, so you tell me. So that what tell everybody what the first... Thing is, because it, I wouldn't say it got leaked, right? It's tough to, you know, hide a crane. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so you people know, got pictures we, we of the We, we did sure. that on purpose. We did that on purpose. I'm sure, to, right? To generate not, some buzz. Exactly. Um, so the, the heavy equipment started coming in. So pictures were out. And obviously you were planning this uh, announcement. Uh, what is the process? Uh, are we starting? What do you have? A final game here on the twenty twenty fifth, right? And are we, why are we not uh, knocking things down on say the twenty seventh? Eight p.m. Right. No, 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 no. The games in the morning. The well, games listen, early. We, why are we knocking it down big, at like seven? Because PM? We, we do believe it or not, we have things that we need to take out of that press box. Right? Oh, all right. <laughs> and um, well, I'll get Jay Walker out. There we you don't go. Leave him That's in right. There. But um, really, the timing was all dependent upon when our contractor, J.B. Mouton, could get the demo team scheduled and things like that. And so December 11th oh, okay. worked out. Yep. All right. It's just all a matter of scheduling. All right, so talk about the demo. Yeah, so uh, as I said in the press conference, you know, this is going to be what's considered an excavation demolition and not an implosion definition. I think a lot of people thought, you know, dynamite or something's going to be rigged. You, you know, he push a button and the thing just crumbles down. Kind of, well, kind of tough to do that when you really want to keep the rest of the structure. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, you really don't on that side. Oh, you don't. Okay. I mean, because that whole upper deck's coming down. Right. And they're going to be digging out the whole lower west bowl. Oh, all right. And and the con and the uh, concourse will be replaced. You know, all that concrete. It's all going to be brand right. new. So anyway, it'll be what's called a excavation demolition, and that machine that is parked on the south outside of the south end of the stadium. Envision like this really giant crane arm, and it's got this huge mouth, you know, this right. bucket with teeth, and it's just going to take down that upper deck bite by bite. I think, I don't know for sure, I think they're going to start on the south end and work their way north. But on I, the south end. So the crane, is the crane going to be inside, or is it coming no, from the outside? outside? No, outside. It's going to be from the outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when I line up there on December 11th to yeah. get great video. That's right. And right. so, you know, I will know more. Obviously, as we get closer to that date, well, let's see, if they start at 8 a.m., right, on the 11th. I'm sure there'll be um, going to be a plenty of people there, right? Listen, we're not selling. To, there's no charge for admission. Right, if you, if, right. you know, if you want to take a day off of work or stop by and park and check it out and just watch that thing come down, you can certainly do that. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Uh, that'll be fun uh, to watch. All right, let's take a timeout. All right, we'll come back. We got Dr. Brian Maggard in $65 million. Is the new improvements only going to take two years, which is pretty good, right? Not bad. That's more. That's 65 more million dollars than the A's have for their new stadium <laughs> right now. Uh, back after this, Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton with the Vice President of Athletics for the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, Dr. Brian Maggard on a Thursday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Goat. We'll get back to Dr. Brian Maggard here in a second. Update, uh, LSU has come out on fire in the second half, leading Dayton 18-9. to 
uh, in the second half, leading now 50 to 39. So we could be a little even Steven here, uh, Lyndon, <laughs> as uh, it does not appear Dayton will cover, but then it does appear they're going over. I got to call Mama Schultz, tell her no more day bets. <laughs> that's been a problem. Yes, that's a, that's, I admit, I need gotta, the 800. Got to cut the degenerate <laughs> man's behavior. Gambling anonymous. Uh, <laughs> got a problem. Uh, it is a problem. It is a problem. I have... Stopped by, well, I would tell you I stopped buying the bourbon, but I went to three different Albertsons to find a bottle of <laughs> bourbon, and I couldn't find We're it. We're talking about Christmas gifts today, and he was like, I'm going to get you a thing for a car wash. I was like, you know what? I'm not getting you no alcohol, <laughs> no total wine, no none of that. <laughs> well, you save me money if you get me the alcohol. I'm buying it anyway. No, we're going to find something else. Maybe maybe like a, uh, uh, oh, if you're doing car clean, I'm going to call uh, 1-800-MAIDS and get you a gift card oh, to them. Well, I got, you need I got that. that taken care of. Mm-hmm. That's well, take care. We'll figure that out. Yeah, it is take care. <laughs> uh, all right, more with Dr. Brian Maggard, Vice President of Athletics for the UL Raging Cajuns. All right, so the demolition, 60 days. So Roughly, done by yeah, Mardi Gras? Uh, you know, that I can't. I couldn't give you a specific day, but I think they're hoping early February. All right, so then you said by the beginning, you were alluding to it, uh, by the beginning of the season, we're not going to be in the destruction mode yeah. again. We're going to be in the construction yeah, mode. I think. I okay. think. We really, you know, I haven't been presented and really studied the, the well, demo slash construction. But you would think if you're done in February, right? Right. You've got March, April, May, June, July, August, September. Yes. And to get this thing done by the following, let's say, July, August, you right. better be constructing right. <laughs> at some point. Have so you booked I, Taylor Swift yet for the first not concert? Not yet. Not yet. But we're, uh, we're checking Travis Kelsey's schedule first. <laughs> right. To yeah, see. Look, if, she's you, available. if you need an input, you know, Dave, I, I do have a connection with Travis Kelsey from when I met him in Vegas. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's mm-hmm. boys with Travis Kelsey. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right, so now you're urging people to obviously buy tickets for next season? Or encouraging. You know, the urgent part will start once we roll out, you know, our, our renewals and, and ticket sales. But, uh, yes, I mean, it's obviously a situation where, look, you know, we have been planning for and will roll out our plans for both the reseeding of the 24 season and then we will reseat back for the 25. Right. The criteria will be the same for both. And again, we'll roll all this out, you know, let's just say January, right? Um, but yeah, it'll be very helpful, you know, to buy a season ticket in 24 mm-hmm. to um, better position yourself, you know, for a better seat opportunity in 25. Any but chan- that'll all, we'll roll all of that in January. Well, well, any chance to roll that out, you know, be a good holiday gift, buying well, season, yeah, tickets, yeah. season tickets in 24, Yeah, right? Either way. I mean, yeah, sure. no, that's, that's a blow-off, Lyndon. That's what yeah, that is. We're rolling it out in January. <laughs> <laughs> I, just got, I just got blown sure, off on my Dave, own Sure, Dave, whatever. <laughs> that's exactly yeah, what that You was. have a gambling <laughs> problem. I got to give Dr. Brian Maggie one of these for that. Wait, hold on, Dave. We got to give him a... Boom sauce. Uh, that was a boom sauce. Uh, <laughs> all right, so one of the things, because we're trying to figure out what the Cajuns need and why attendance has not been as good as it should be, right? Um, we've been over that. But one of the things, one of the conclusions that I have is it, it needs, you need a dedicated sales staff and specifically group sales. Because right. when you sell group sales, then they come That's right. because they've already paid for the mm-hmm. ticket. Bite them off in chunks. That's exactly right. Is that is that a thing? Do you have one yet? We- just stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> just That's like a I, yes. just like I couldn't say a lot about the stadium up and down now. Just stay tuned. Oh, okay. I w- I always thought for me um, is about getting the students in there and uh-huh. pack. 
Has, has there ever been a thought of, of of a TikTok marketing campaign? Because I know that, like, for example, I see so many of UL students being great creators on TikTok. Okay. And I think there's some that really can tap into, I guess, the zeitgeist and the culture of the student body. Has there ever been any thoughts of getting, you know, maybe popular UL creators to you know, boost the yeah. boost the marketing for the games. Yeah, no, we have done that. I, I think uh, uh, probably not to the level that we could right, gotcha. in, in that particular space. But, um, you know, everything we're doing on this west side, and then certainly, again, there, there's we have we do have a planned east side project, okay? Sure. Um, we got to get through this west, though. Um, you know, we are definitely keeping the, the student body in mind, you know, on that, so... We want to enhance that experience too. One hundred percent. And I got again more to come, more to come. But um, don't ever think for a minute that the student attendance isn't always on our mind. Right? For sure, and always on our mind. And so we're as we get an opportunity to kind of redo this stadium, if you will, and rethink it. We really want to do that. We want to rethink it. Right? And I got a personal request for, past, for you. You know, if 20, you 30 years. May not work. Maybe. If you can handle this, I got a personal request for you. I think personally the best concession stand cheese <laughs> is Rico's Nacho Cheese. Okay. Westgate, STM, Lafayette High, the the movie theaters. If y'all could That's just what you need. Okay. if you could That's put in some need. Rico's cheese. Rico's cheese. That would look, I'm telling you. I'm writing that on the palm of my hand <laughs> as we're He's putting it in the notes, right? Rico's Do you want to tell him about his senior center returning? Why are you doing this? See, see, yeah, start, I just started funny. I just left that young man. <laughs> I went out to practice, right? They yeah. were just going to walk through right. and, and Mr. Landon walks in on his crutches. And, right, um, right. What a sharp guy. Listen, I mean, I, I know you are as well, but it runs in the family. But he's he's first class. Well, the thing is, Lyndon goes, you know, next year, because we joked about why he doesn't go to the games and he produces the radio. He produces the games. He's working. <laughs> so he goes, well, next year, you got to let me go and watch my brother Absolutely. play in his senior year. And I go, well, hold on. Are you breaking news that Landon, Tur <laughs> that Landon Turner's coming, coming back? Uh, Landon Burton's coming back? <laughs> he's like, well, that's <laughs> not what I'm doing. I didn't say he's coming back. He said he's coming back. <laughs> he trapped you. That's he, he trapped you. Exactly. You, you got to be on your game. <laughs> yes, sir. Trust always. me, I know. We hear what we want to hear. <laughs> but yeah, I told him I got to get out yeah. to see him on senior night, no. like because he wants me to present some stuff. That's for right. Him. He'll make you know whatever decision he needs to make. Exactly. You know, see, he, he understands that. That's not what about. you said. But you said you got to be there on senior night. Look, doc, me and Doctor Magger just had a personal understanding of each other. He knows he's he has the to, cheese. He knows he has to look into his future to see if if the pros are for him. But if not, if he's right. coming back, I got to yeah. present him his stuff. That's right. All right, let's wrap it up, <laughs> Doctor Brian Magger. What's the biggest challenge you have now? Oh boy, you know I think um, for the stadium, for the stadium right. right now, you know I think we just—it's not really a challenge. It's part of the process. We got to finalize all the design details. Right. We're going to really hone in on the interiors, right? Um, and then once we get past that, you know, kind of my team internally, you know, we're probably we've done what we can do, and then you really let the smart people take over and, and do their thing. All right, and we do. He was thanking some people today. Play the first a uh, cut. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Give me one second. Here we go. Stuart and Popey Beal and the staff of JB Mouton Builders, your expertise and diligence to this point has been extremely impressive, and we cannot wait to see the finished product under your guidance. On time and within budget, of course. <laughs> that was from Scott Aber. To say there was lots of work behind the scenes on making this project happen would be an understatement. 
RCFI President and Chairman, Mr. David Fontenot, and the entire RCFI Board. Thank you for your time and work put into this project, from stadium design to financial support. And Joe Giglio, Julie Chauvin, Kirley Fontenot, Todd Schwarzendruber, and all the many attorneys who work tirelessly and efficiently to finalize documents and contracts to get us here today, thank you for your expertise and your professionalism. Lawrence Sisong, John Mayhew, and Faith Howard with the Sisong Financial Group. Their efforts ultimately got us over the goal line, pun intended. <laughs> and we thank them for their expertise and leadership throughout this financing process. So no problem thanking a bunch of people. He gets choked up. Well, he, he, he stopped. He, he had to take a breath. I thought he was going to thank his wife. I thought maybe, you know, um, you know, say something nice about Dr. Savoie's wife. Uh, but this is what happened next. And without question, a huge thank you <clears throat> to Mr. Jerry Prejean, Acadiana Market President, Mr. Hayes Berthelot, Vice President, Commercial Relationship Manager, and the entire team at First Horizon Bank. Your commitment to this project from both a financing and philanthropic standpoint displays a commitment not only to our university, but to all of Acadiana. Thank you, First Horizon Bank. I just, choked up I didn't, it wasn't choked. Bankers. It wasn't choked. Up. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because it's the financing that has taken sure. so long well, in this sure, thing. Sure. Well, no, I listen, there, there's some good, think the money there's good history yeah, there. Yeah, but I, I, <laughs> hey, the last time I got choked up, over a financial institution is when I had an overdraft you know, <laughs> on an account, like back in 1992. Thanks for coming in, Doc. Congratulations. Thank you guys All very right, much. Much more to come. Yes, sir. We'll be back. Kevin Payne, Rotowire, 1033, The Goat.